and we're live. Episode three. We finish a wrestling. We got a special guest in the house. We got Nerd Boy D in the house. Let the Nerd people know. Boy D. <laughs> finish your wrestling. <laughs> got Nerd Boy D in the house today. Nerd Boys Podcast. It's your boy Glock Lesnar. <laughs> Glock Lesnar. Let's go, let's go. Episode three. So big shout out. We're gonna get some shout outs here. We made a Twitter. So we're gonna get some shout outs to Conan for reaching out. Yeah, definitely. Shout out subscribe to Conan. Filthy animals. K Dog. K Dog. Big shout out to Conan. Max Moon. Shout yeah, out I know to you still got the costume. <laughs> <laughs> we got a shout out to All American Wrestling. Appreciate the follow on Twitter as well. Big shout out to them. Definitely gonna give y'all a little recognition on here. Uh, but uh, what are we talking about today? What's the topic? We, me and me and Glock today. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, talking the, about the, the whole. Name uh, food. The name is food. <laughs> Yeah, we, we discussed that one. On that yeah, on that wrestling I do enjoy it. It's two nights. That one night of it, that'd be just too much. And it is, now it just seem empty. I like I got two nights of wrestling. I like yeah. It. Yeah, the crowd get burnt out quicker with mm-hmm. two nights of WrestleMania. Yeah, it's because it's so much longer. Like, you know, back in the day, like I said, like one of my favorite WrestleManias, and this is probably like number one in most people's book is WrestleMania 17. And, you know... Going forward, you know, they started packing more bigger stadiums and everything like that. And it was just like, you know, it was more of a spectacle. That's what the one thing I'm, I'm going to miss with it being two nights. Mm-hmm. It seemed more like a spectacle, like the Super Bowl wrestling, you know. Mm-hmm. We had a two-night Super Bowl, you know, it wouldn't feel as special. Right. right. So, I mean, while they low-key did take a little bit of that, you know, that uniqueness out of it. You know, it kind of it's, it's still unique in its own little way, but it is also like you know, with the talent, with the roster like the WWE right now, with roster size that big, it does give a lot more people a lot more opportunity to shine on the on the grandest stage of them all. But like it, it does somewhat take a little bit of the uniqueness away because one night WrestleMania, the biggest night in, in wrestling, and it's just like you know. Two nights, like I said, I, I'm not mad at it. I'm I'm definitely for it, but you know, it is a little bit of that that uniqueness that it kind of takes away with it being two nights. But Sorry. I'm I'm still for it though because it does give the opportunity for more to the roster to shine. I think it brings the uniqueness. How many other promotions is doing two nights of their main pay per view? Yeah, that's an interesting point. I think it, I think it brings the uniqueness. Some yeah, people yeah. don't sit through that. Eight hours of wrestling. Yeah. The one thing with the Super Bowl, it's not eight hours. People can sit through a Super Bowl. Eight hours of wrestling, yep. and you know nine times out of ten, but that part every right match isn't going to be worth watching. Yeah. And I t- and how Vince's mind is, you're not even going to know what the order of the matches in. You can know that uh, ten minutes before the show event. start, they can put a list of what the matches are going to be in the order, and it just still changes. Yeah. So and now then, you yep. got to sit through a whole show. And what Waiting you just said, the match you want us to. Yeah, and then what you said too, like it, it just it became, going? it became too long. Like, you know, three hours. You know, I don't. We 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 wrestling events, so three four hours. I don't think it cool. became too. long. I love a bunch of wrestling. I think, but I, I I'm still human first. I, I don't get think. Tired. I think they didn't have enough opportunity for everybody to be a part of the show when it was on one day. Yeah. Because yeah. you think about it, what it's like. Eight hours split up yeah. instead of just eight straight hours. Like yeah. the fans get tired, they get burnt out. Especially when you seen like say say on a ten match card, five of them matches were like fire. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you, you got the ups and downs, the the close yeah. twos, the oh they about to win, they kick out, or this person won that you thought was gonna win, or yeah. the match end like that. Like this, and it brings mm-hmm. competition. Yeah. Night one, once thou shine night two, oh, two. and night yeah. two, once thou shine night one. 
then a bunch of people struggling, hoping hoping they get the last spot on the card. Yeah. No, night two main event on top yeah. night ones. And so, don't get me wrong, when I say like it, like it, the two nights take away from the uniqueness of it, like you said, it, it, I believe like I, I believe what you're saying to it. It adds to the uniqueness, mm-hmm. but just like that that one night, the one night seemed a lot more special. Like I said, the two nights, like I said, it, it's. It's pros and cons with both. Like you, you one night you definitely will get overloaded with wrestling. By the time the main event come around, you know you damn near like burnt the hell out. Like you like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, sat through six hours of wrestling. Now you know the main event is finally here. Versus like you know night one has a special attraction match like Stone Cold. It, it was great. Like you know I'm, Stone Cold was my guy. Yeah, just seeing him actually, that. yeah, just seeing him actually in the match and and still looking good for somebody that's pushing sixty. Yeah, and it lets him get his moment by ending night one. Yeah, because you know if it was the, a one night event, yeah. Stone Cold wasn't ending that night on the high note. Right, it's your last match and you're not finishing the WrestleMania. Yeah, so, so he gets that too. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's it's pros and cons with both, but I overall I do like the two nights. It, it is something that I definitely, you know, I can definitely get with going forward because, like, it, it does give more opportunities. Like, Stone Cold, it wouldn't have meant as much, especially us being old school fans of Stone Cold, it wouldn't have meant as much and like, it being in the middle of a car or something like that than it did him into the night chugging, chugging beers just like back in the day. Like, yo, that that was definitely tight. Like, I enjoyed that. Me as a Stone Cold, like, fanatic. Yeah. Anybody can tell you. BS Thunder's cousin back in the day. And it gives the wrestlers they WrestleMania moment, too. Because, like, just imagine the match after Undertaker's streak was broken. Like, yeah. Like, nobody remembers that match. They just sitting there in awe, like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Undertaker really just lost. <laughs> like, wow. Like, and you just sitting there in awe, like, not knowing that it's a whole other match coming on right after right. that. Right. So I had that like yeah so, yeah so, so it was like you aspect, give everybody their moment yeah so had that ended had that ended like night one then Daniel Bryan ended night two right it's like, Undertaker streak mm-hmm. being broke yeah that could have ended that, one. that's like right. that would have been wild <laughs> just think yeah. of so many matches everybody that was in the middle of the card that if it ended on night one would have been that would have been an amazing story if it ended night yeah I mean, that would have been like. It still was an amazing Making story. Making Shawn Michaels yeah. and Undertaker if it ended on It was, yeah. like, the Undertaker streak would end in was way bigger than... That um, would have been, like, Infinity... It was kind of equal with Daniel Bryan. That would have been, like, Infinity War, yeah. and then Daniel Bryan would have been injured. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like, Daniel Bryan <laughs> saved it. Because everybody was just, like, out of it. Yeah. And then Dan Bryant came back and got everybody. Yeah. And it brought you back. Into See, that's why you know, night one would have been perfect. You get mm-hmm. time to really just let that Undertaker loss set in. Like, well, like he really just lost. Like, shit, fuck. He just Are lost. you extra interested in tomorrow? Like, so what else? Like, you know what? How they going to top this? <laughs> How they going to top this? Is, did that really happen? Are they going to speak on it tomorrow? Yeah. And it's just like... So yeah, first, one first thing's that. first, I... One thing, uh, speaking of Stone Cold, like anybody knows, uh, I used to stun people a lot. Yeah. <laughs> He's cousin Tatiana. I apologize for that stunner like 24 yeah. years ago or something give, like that. Give the listeners a little knowledge on your background history of wrestling. How'd you start? So my <laughs> first my first time, like I, I sparingly watched wrestling, but what really got me into wrestling was Stone Cold. Because <laughs> like, uh, remember when they had Shotgun, they used to come on Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. So it was around '98, and uh, Undertaker and Stone Cold were going for the Buried Alive match. So yep. Stone Cold and Kane, they like Stone Cold one hit Undertaker in the face with a shovel. Yeah, uh, they, they <laughs> yep. switched Undertaker's body yep. out. With, Kane's body out with Undertaker, sent Undertaker to the crazy house, and Paul Bear. Mm-hmm. He, he all happy, and then he sees Stone Cold open the door to try to go run. See Kane come out. They drag him out, they beat him up, and then they toss him down the manhole. To me, that was the funniest shit in the world. Oh, at the yeah. Time. So, like, and, and <laughs> that introduced me to Stone Cold. So, every week from then on forward, like, I was legit, like, invested. Like, my stepdad used to get uh, the bootleg videotapes. Mm-hmm. He used to get so pissed at me that 
every time he go watch one of the movies or whatever, it'd be fucking raw on there. Mm-hmm. It'd be fucking raw. Like, I remember exactly where I was when I found out my heart died. I was in Atlanta in my cousin's apartment and seeing it on the news. I'm just like, like, what? Yeah, and then just like, fun. then becoming a student of the game, just watching, you know, WWE. Like, I was strictly a WWE head and, you know, got in WCW. But like, Towards you know, yeah. So it was just like, you know, uh, I was a pest. My first pay-per-view was fully loaded, 99, Buffalo. Yeah, and it was like yo, just being part of a live crowd just felt so good. Yeah, I've been at so many events since. Like, I've been. I went to a few Raws before Fully Loaded. Yeah, uh, Fully Loaded loaded was. I think Fully Loaded was actually one of the first first pay-per-views. First pay-per-view I went to was uh, was that Fully Loaded, or was it in your house? With the first blood match with Stone Cold Undertaker. That yeah, that's the Loaded. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, that's the first pay-per-view I went to. Yeah, we know. The Armageddon mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. here. That's where Jeff Hardy I was won there. the championship. Yeah. I was there. Uh, I think then we had, the first battle round we had here, I was here. I first think first round. Round. Yeah, and then we had uh, Night of Champions, too. I was going to see him Punk versus Triple H, I think. Mm-hmm. Yo, that, the funny thing about that match, I remember Kevin, Kevin Nash match. got hit in the face yeah. with a sledgehammer. Yeah. And- <laughs> Even after the show ended, my man was still there just laid out dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the last time I sat at the top. That was the only time I ever sat at the top was the show. It was the Night of Champions show. It's like I'm never sitting up here again, dude. Because I was up there with like a bunch of people who never watch wrestling. So they're like, who is this guy? Who is this? I'm like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> like, how do you come to something and don't know anybody? Mm-hmm. All they knew was John Cena. That was it. That's all he knew. The show's power to John Cena. Right. They don't know a single person but him. I still got to finish Peacemaker, by the way. Really, good, really, really good show. John Cena doing his thing. Which, uh... Young Rock. Uh, is good too. Yeah, Young Rock. That's yeah, one, one of my favorite Rock. shows. Young Rock is hilarious. Yeah, that's my top five favorite shows right now. And, you know, they, they killing him with that show. Like, really. Like, and everybody on that show is on point. Like, you know, Randall Park can rap it. Yes, he got freestyles on YouTube. Oh, I got a YouTube app, huh? <laughs> I will look it up. Yep. So, that's just a little background from Nerd Boy D. Nerd Boy D. <laughs> In the house. Um, so, what should we talk about? So, we had a few topics here today. Um, so, we're just talking about SmackDown, which I takes on a WrestleMania SmackDown after. Oh, I did have a question. What do you mm. think the, the call-ups? The uh, uh, SmackDown? Yeah, what do you think of Raw and SmackDown? What do you think? Who got called up on Raw? On Raw? Who showed up on Raw? Veer. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs> Raw didn't have no call-up. Besides Ezekiel. <laughs> it was uh, Braun Breaker was on there. Veer. Yeah, Braun Breaker was Ezekiel. there to get his belt back. And then Damian Priest and Edge. Like, Damian Priest, that yeah. stable bully. Fire Brian him. Breaker, I don't know why they didn't give him the title of standing for. I like it. It was a swear. I got to do with yeah. the feet. He used to be in, uh, what'd you call it? I mean, yeah. I, I like the, uh, like the swear. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Um, I can't remember. It was like a Toro or something? Like Toro Ruin. Yeah. So he said my man with the feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you called him dude with the feet. Dude with the feet. <laughs> he got tape Yeah, on, the call-ups. I don't know. I like the SmackDown call-ups. I think Gunther, and uh, I don't even know his name. He, he's still Martel Bittell to me. Bloody <laughs> Kaiser. Like, yeah, I don't know. When she said it, I'm like, who? Yeah. <laughs> and then and, he was uh, standing. I'm like, his name is Martel Bittell. <laughs> Raquel Diaz. Raquel. I like Raquel on SmackDown. Yeah. I will love, like, her I like Charlotte. Her I don't know. Uh, that's, the, that's the match I'd like to see her. Yeah, her and Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. On my GM, that's not a good Oh, no, yeah, they styles them. <laughs> she got to fight, like, Dakota Kai. Yeah, she got to fight a cruiser. Amber Moon. <laughs> but, yeah, I think the call-ups, the, the SmackDown call-ups is going to be good. We'll see what Raw get. I'm assuming that's probably with Brian Breaker still, or... I'm still getting used to calling Walter. Or L.A. Knight. Those, I like L.A. Knight. I think L.A. Yeah. Knight. 
I think LA Knight probably gonna go to Raw. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what the call ups do, man. We'll see, we'll see. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see almost some yeah. some some new fresh faces on the roster. Honestly, I uh honestly I would have had almost go over last year at WrestleMania. It makes sense why I almost lost now though. That MVP turn. Yeah. yeah. MVP probably would have never turned over last year if I almost didn't lose. So like, I, mean, I like I, that. It made sense. That made it make sense. Yeah, like, hey, man. Because I was kind of shocked he lost, there. too. Especially you're supposed to be building him up as that next big guy, like Strowman was. Yeah, that's exactly why. I, Lashley, because Lashley never technically really lost. True. See, now, this is what I would have did. This, this is just me just thinking more logically about it. Ooh, I would have had MVP turn. Because MVP, I don't think, even think he came out with Lashley at WrestleMania. Mm-mm. So, I w- that's when I would have did the turn. I would have did some shit like, you know, old school shit where, you know, think- MVP wanted to come out with Lashley to support him versus almost Lashley. Like, nah, I want to do it by myself. And yeah, MVP feeling kind of sun. Yeah, MVP kind of feeling sun by <laughs> Lashley. And then like MVP come Corbin. out. Yeah. Like they did for Corbin and Mad Cat. <laughs> he cost in the match. When we was watching SmackDown yesterday, yeah. it was like, yeah, well, we going to turn on. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. Yeah, so. I was the lackluster turn to me. It was too predictable. We knew it was yeah. coming. Yeah. MVP, we did not know it was coming. Nobody yeah. cared about them as a team that much to even care if they split. Honestly, like, like I said, like, just, just me thinking logically. How, like, Corbin, he went through his, uh, you know, the poor Corbin phase, whatever. He lost all his money. Mm-hmm. I would have turned that. I would have used that as an opportunity to turn him back into, like, the, the lone wolf Corbin. Because everybody shit on him. You know, he was just, like, times are hard. He needed help. People shitting on him. Okay, so, all right. Y'all ain't fucking with me. All right. I'm about to go back to the wolf. Lone wolf. I'm about to go back to, to my origins. And I would have used that as an opportunity. To, to bring that character back. Because that's when Corbin, to me, was was more interesting. This happy Corbin bullshit that they got going on is... Like, I, I, and I love Corbin as a heel, but mm-hmm. I think he could be more of a monster heel instead of this happy-go-lucky bullshit that they got him going out. Well, he had waves in his beard. That's fire. Yeah. <laughs> Corbin, Corbin, that guy, man. Yeah. He's a solid worker, man. Yeah, they just got him with a Arturo shit character. Arturo Ruiz. That that's his name, yeah. yeah. Watching a little AEW Dark. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Finishing our wrestling, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, so I'm much. Sure. It's so much. Yeah, it is I'm looking forward to watching MLW Finish tomorrow. Big shout out to them. Finish your <laughs> wrestling while we're finishing our wrestling. Yeah, yeah. We, we always watch a wrestling. It ain't never not enough wrestling. Right. It's never not enough, you know? I, I, I always watch more wrestling. Yeah. Like, it's watch, something I ain't yeah, seen. I still gotta watch level <laughs> up. I still ain't watched it yet. Still haven't watched NXT level up. Why? Why haven't we watched NXT level up? Is it nothing? I would only I think watch the... it because it's wrestling. Nothing <laughs> makes me want to watch it. Little murder home. I'm just like I think they have too much. They need to give me a reason to watch level up. Is it just yeah, like wrestling I'm matches? I can watch wrestling matches. They can turn on, you know, impact. Yeah. <laughs> I can turn like, on ROA. Like, you know, I got so much going on right now. Like, y'all, y'all actually be, been keeping me in the loop with a lot of shit as far as wrestling, <laughs> which I definitely appreciate. Like, like I said, like, I'm not as much, like, like I'm, I'm still a wrestling head, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm old school. I like the attitude here. I like, even before, like, you know, the old WCW, WWF stuff, like, I love that shit. Like, it's yeah. old school. I like it, you know. Everything seems so unique back then. It's just like now it's kind of like. It's just so much to watch, you know? Yeah. Everything available. Which is good. Which is good because it's like, it's so many people that. It's you good can... if you don't want to be tied to one promotion. Like, like, we have people, you know, that's just, they just like, watch. Listen, shout out to Prince Raw. Gullo, too, for Nickel City Wrestling. He's a big announcer. Big uh, shout out to him. We did, we did uh, yeah, and my man, my man, Neil Sinlack. <laughs> You know, we did a podcast. So me and Neil, that's I call him my podcast and soulmate. Me and him, we, <laughs> we definitely made some magic together. Uh, Nickel City Chronicles. Look him up on YouTube. 
Shout out to them, man. Yeah, Shout we out. had Chris Gullo on the show. Uh, me and him did the joint venture. We had Chris Gullo. Chris is a good guy. Um, and, you know, he knows the shit also. Yeah. Know? And just, and the one thing, I've actually done some wrestling training. Mm. And, like, actually doing the training. Like, anybody that tried to say wrestling speak and all this other bullshit. Like, I challenge anybody to just get in the ring and take some bumps. Just, just mm-hmm. a day of running and take bumps. <laughs> Run the ropes, take some bumps, and you will have a whole new respect for wrestling. Like, I <laughs> fucking promise you. That's yeah. why, like, now just seeing what these guys do, it, it's, it was a pleasure for me to just do some training. Shout out to, to Joe Zink, um, Trip, uh, Tiger Smith. Oh, my man, my man, my guy, Mikey Every Night. <laughs> That's my guy right there. Like, Mikey, real good dude. He, he, you know, he showed me some shit, and I uh, definitely, definitely much, much, much appreciated it. My man Thomas Brewington, aka uh, he went by Xavier Fate back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's retired he's now. Cool. Yes, but, sir, um, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to all them guys, man. Legends in the game. Yeah, Legends these guys the on the game. independent scene too. Like you know, definitely we. Yeah, here at Finish the Wrestling, we like we like all wrestling, so like we definitely yeah, want to get into exactly. the local wrestlers. So yeah, anybody in our area looking to chat, feel free to hit us up. We be glad to do it. Yeah, Tell man, us your story. Yeah, you know? man, my man Shadowcat, like yo, uh, I met some people on Independence that are you know, hard workers, good workers, and Independent you know, give you that. Yeah, it's just rough, rugged, raw. You know, you got these guys out here that's hungry. And, that. you know, it makes you appreciate everything that much more. And just being able to, like, man, you know, train with some of these guys. Like, I, I I didn't I didn't follow through with everything. I had too much going on. You know, life happens and everything. But it, it's still one of them things that I look back at and, like, yo, what if I just, you know, sucked it up and just, you know, did the shit. Because <laughs> definitely, like, I just look at some of these guys and I'd be like, yo, I really could have been, like, me, and, and I'm confident in myself. I, I really could have been, you know, I feel like I could have been something special, you know. <laughs> Not the tallest guy in the world. Yeah. I would have been like, New I would have been on some, some Ray Mysterio shit. But, like, <laughs> yo, it's just like, it was a pleasure, like, actually, you know, learning bumps. Gave it a shot, that's all I Yeah. Yeah. And gave me a whole new perspective. Like me, I have never stepped in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tight, appreciate it. Appreciate the business. <laughs> Love it for what it is. But yeah, I I ain't got the balls to step in the ring yet. Not for wrestling, really. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that that you know it bothered. Like actually, like I said, actually being in in the ring, taking some bumps, you know, learning some shit, like rolling around the ring and shit like that. Like when people say wrestling thing, I just like yo. Like, Watch TV shows that speak all the time, right? Logan Paul again. That's what he was saying on his podcast. I watched it the one he did after WrestleMania with Sasha, with Sasha and um, Becky on Becky. there. Yeah, y'all check that out. Shout out to him. But yeah, he was saying, like, yeah, anybody who say wrestling, thing, <laughs> you get your ass in there, get, your ass in the fucking <laughs> get in there and Take see. Some bumps. Let me show you it's fake. And then, like, watching Pat McAfee on the Monday after WrestleMania. It was Iron Maul bruised up because he said he ran into the ropes. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. those ropes ain't they ain't soft like you think they is. It was DDP that said like you could say uh, DDP said something along the lines of, you know, you can say wrestling is fake, but you, you can't. No matter what, you can't stop gravity. You're mm-hmm. jumping off the top ropes, mm-hmm. <laughs> hitting the ground. Like yeah. when I hit the ground, I hit that jump. <laughs> it, it ain't like no. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> it ain't like it's no mattress. It ain't like jumping on a mattress. Mm-hmm. Rings. And when I was training, I learned the higher rings and hitting your head on the, on the fucking ring. <laughs> it's not that's fun. What, that's what he was saying. It's like, it's like plywood. It's yeah. not soft. I'm like, yeah, we seen them put a ring together. And like, like if it, you don't look, the, it don't look soft. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> and, I, and, I, and that's another thing. Uh, OSPW. Uh, uh, Shout out to Sean Cooper, too. He, he used to own uh, OSPW. And, you know, I, you know, I was part of the ring crew, some of the, me and some of the other trainees. 
And if you watch Tough Enough, I forgot if it was season one or season two, the girl like was trying to bump and she kept hitting her head on the ring. Mm-hmm. That shit will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. You like, sure like a concussion or something? Yeah, like yeah, shit okay, like yeah, that. Uh, Damn, we were some wrestling nerds. We watched Tough Enough. Tough Enough. <laughs> Maven and uh, Maven. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Like, oh. One dude was That's memory. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace to Matt. Like, to and I was so happy when he won, too, because, you know, uh, Hardcore Holly kicked the shit out of him. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, he just started, you know, cancer took him out. And it was, it's fucked up because it's one of those what could have been. Right. Because he was somebody that, you know, would have been a great technical wrestler. So it was just like, damn. You know, one person I've been really impressed with fucking Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He get better. He's like Carmella. Like, Carmella get better and better. Yeah, she, <laughs> she get better and better, which I like. Like, Carmella was terrible. Yeah, that yeah, king did probably the smoothest sunset flip I've ever seen in my life. We sunset, did that sunset flip off the ring? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, Dominic. I'm like, he's getting better, man. He's getting better. You yeah. can tell he appreciates the craft of wrestling. And, he, and he's still young, He's in the right company. I, don't I, think know, he I, I didn't know that Dominic was getting better at first. I didn't know if he was. He didn't really wrestle as much. Yeah. Everything was tag team he with his father. He did a lot of safe yeah. moves for a Lucha. Yeah. But then, like, when he, when he did that sunset flip, though, off the ring, I'm like, so, yo, this kid, this kid. Yo, dude, would you want to see him turn on his father? Yes. I'm just me. I don't. I don't. I don't want to see him turn on his yes. It's just so predictable. That's what they do in WWE. I want Ray to turn on him. Yeah, yeah. Ray, Ray doesn't make a good heel though. Ray don't. We don't know that. We don't know that Ray. But the hell WWE ever? Yeah, Ray. Yeah, Ray. 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 I don't know. Ray was partially heel WCW with the filthy animals. Heel, heel, Ray. We don't know. Remember when he was, last time he was here, Conan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he was with you. <laughs> with the camel pants. He was young. He, was, he, ain't even, he wasn't even a full face like he is now yet. He wasn't even fully. He was the Rey Mysterio Jr. He wasn't even fully himself yet. I don't know what a hill Ray would be. Oh, no, man. A hill Ray today? Ray is better suited as a face, though. Is it, I don't think it would work as it would work with Edge. You don't know? Like I don't Edge, know. Like, you, you got people you got people that are natural heels. Like, Charlotte is a natural heel. I hate when they turn Charlotte face because it's just so awkward for, <coughs> for her to be yeah. a face because she's so damn good at being a heel. Even Sasha Banks. Like, Sasha Banks, I feel, makes a better heel than a face. Right, they got her dancing and shucking and jiving and shit. Like, <laughs> like, like Bianca Belair. I think she makes a better face than a heel. We haven't we haven't necessarily seen her as a heel. She's a heel in NXT. Speaking of Ray Mysterio, before she got then she came to the main roster and was a face because she was street product. There's some matches they should have added to show. That's what the Rey whole Mysterio. EST just started from. EST started because she was a heel. I'm better than everybody. I'm the fastest. I'm the strongest. I'm the toughest. <laughs> so oh, she was she a heel then, and then she came the face to the main roster. Oh no, everybody! So to my fiance's a heel. I'm sorry, <laughs> she is so goddamn fine. <laughs> but yeah, that Ray Mysterio showcase still haven't played. You know what? I take that back. I mean, that joint. Brandon that said that. Like, mm-hmm. said that. Keith said that. Bianca is so damn fine. I didn't mm-hmm. say it. <laughs> Keith probably did say Glock Lesnar didn't. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but, yeah, we got a four person room that's very quiet. Bitch. But, yeah. I don't yeah, know. That, that story might look cool, man. I yeah, I still want to get to 22. Like, I haven't gotten here. Anybody it's out? good. It's good. Doing work and everything, yeah. I just haven't had time. I don't play like I'm much as I used to play, but when I do play, I do enjoy playing. Yeah, when I'm playing it, I'm playing it. I do enjoy playing it. GMO can be a little better, but I'm just happy it's on the game. <laughs> I'm just yeah. happy it's on the game. It's a start. I don't look at it as a finished product. Now, if that was the finished product, I don't look product, at my faction as a finished product. If that was the finished product, yeah, we got a huge problem then. But I don't, you know know. I don't look at my faction as done. You know something that we always talk about, and it's block. This is me and you. One thing we always talk about, like, and this is like, if WWE came out with a what if type of series, like, 
What if Owen Hart never died? This one's like Eddie. <laughs> what if Eddie never died? Like, who was Eddie supposed to fight when he passed away? Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Michaels yeah. That that match would have been fucking fire. That would have been Mr. WrestleMania for sure. Yeah, that would have been an amazing fucking match. And then you got like even with uh, even with her story behind that would have been. Yeah, it's crazy. Cause I just fought Eddie Guerrero, like in my my rise. Yeah, if Eddie didn't pay, yeah, that match would have been. I'm just thinking of Owen Hart. Like, you, know, you hear stories of Owen Hart was set to retire and all that shit. And uh, I remember watching the, the Dark Side of the Ring, and I, and I think what Jericho was saying, some, somebody said like, just look at everybody that came in after Owen Hart died. You got Benoit. You got Eddie. Time, yeah. you, you got Malenko. You you got. Jericho, like it's always those people that's ahead of the era, and that's in the wrong era, right? And so like Owen Hart, he was ahead of his time. Owen Hart could compete today, in my yeah, heart. like but like, he was ahead of his time. He was in the Attitude Era, but it wasn't about the wrestling. Yeah, it was more entertainment. Shop. He was entertaining as fuck. Yeah, it's more sports entertainment yeah. than it is. No, no exactly. Like. Owen Hart to me was to me I enjoy Owen better. He was ahead of his time, like like we were saying with uh, Mr. Perfect. When Mr. Perfect was yeah. fighting, he was ahead of his time. <laughs> like them, them them dudes know they couldn't be him, but you know it's I entertainment. Like sometimes they want yeah. too much of a character, right? Yeah, that Aldo Montoya yeah. and all that era. Like, like Hogan was more of a character. Like Hogan, like Hogan could actually wrestle though. Like you look, you look something in Japan shit. Japan stuff, yeah. Like he. He was getting it in, but like he his character. But he know where the money at. Yeah. <laughs> he know where to eat the vitamins, twenty four inch pipe yeah. He know all that shit. Yeah, he know, he know where. He know where the juicers know you ain't got to be the sweetest to make them. Like with uh, <laughs> and like with Owen, like you know, what separated Owen from Brett? Brett just had this fucking coolness about him. Brett was just like the leather jacket, long hair, pink and yellow, type, <laughs> like the fucking glasses. Like, Brett just had this fucking coolness about him. And Brett wasn't a bad wrestler at all, but I, I just feel like Owen, Owen was more unique with his wrestling style. Like, Owen, Owen stood out more to me than Brett, in my opinion. You know, like, you yeah. know it might be popular opinion, might be unpopular opinion, but I, I do feel like Brett, you know, Brett had mm-hmm. that, had look, Owen had to move. If you combine that, oh my fucking God. Who'd you got Seth Rock? <laughs> You know well, what? Yeah. You might be right. Just more of a technical person with the skills of the high flyer. Yeah. Bret Hart was more of a technical person. Yeah. Mr. Hart. Mr. Bret Hart, man. Legend. Legend, legend, legend. Yeah. That's Shout definitely out. a topic for the people, though. It's like some people just ahead of their time, man. Yeah. Like Bray. I think Bray just ahead of his time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bray, like... Bray just one of those dudes that's just ahead of his time. Yeah, he, he was somebody I could see with, say with Billy Pauly's book. You know, I don't know what the future holds for him. I don't know if AEW impacts in his future. Maybe even a WWE return. But my whole thing is like, you know, if... Like, even Alistair Black, you know, I've seen it on the screen. Like, <laughs> he's somebody that should have been used a lot better than what he was. It's, it's like... But that's what we were talking about too. Like the NXT booking compared to the main roster booking, it just it's crazy. Like, like, like I seen a report earlier that said like, um, you don't know. Like, I guess Tony Khan was saying. I don't know if he actually said this, but like, he definitely want to be more accurate here on our platform. But just like how Keith Lee and uh, Sora Scott can end up in AEW, like. And we start to think like, yo, those dudes are stars. Like, yeah. like those dudes are stars, especially Keith Lee. Like, Keith Lee different. Yeah, especially for a big. Brock Lesnar put me on the Keith Lee. I know he can flip, all that. It's like, nah. First match I watched Keith Lee, Keith Lee versus Ricochet. He was flipping like Ricochet. I was like, yo, not like him, but <laughs> you know, nobody flipped like Ricochet. You know, <laughs> but, like that though. <laughs> 
And you know, even just on just on the episode of Young Brock and like Young Brock, that's another show that, that mm-hmm. with a lot of these wrestlers, they get their shit on point with these actors that they choose to play these wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Bam Bam Bigelow, he, yeah. another person that was ahead of his time. Another person that you know, yeah, he was Chief Lee. Yeah, he paved the way. Like like no other, and that's away, fucking man. impressive. It's like Triple H. He he know how to book yeah. wrestlers like the NXT booking like our, like we said this in our first episode like we personally I can speak for most of my podcast here we think NXT won the, that Wednesday night rule yeah. honestly I think I we uh, me personally I'm gonna speak for myself here in this one but I thought AEW was better to watch. Like, if I'm watching live, I'm going to watch AEW. It's new, it's fresh, it's entertaining. But better show overall was NXT the whole entire time. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, that's what we think here. So, yeah. like, to blame Triple H for them, I mean, and you got to go with, like, the typical people who love wrestling. Older men, younger dudes that like wrestling. So, like, they're going to go with the new oh, fresh. Oh, oh, he folded them. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna go with it, those type of people are gonna go with the new fresh wrestling, <laughs> right? They're gonna go with the wrestling. They're not gonna go with the entertainment side of wrestling and oh, this is boring. They're not. But those same people would enjoy WrestleMania and shit. Like, so what do you, you can't have it? You can't have it both. You can't get wrestling and no entertainment. Like, you gotta get it all. Yeah. So, like, when Triple H did that, he built each match up perfectly. Even the women's matches was important. Yeah. And, like, he built NXT, like, to the point where it was, like, man. Yeah, and that's why, like, you know, Triple H had a reputation back in the day. But, you know, mm-hmm. now, oh, uh, no, nah, like, Triple Everybody H, get better with time, I man. will definitely say <laughs> what Triple H did with NXT was phenomenal. And, like... Like I said, I don't, I don't know what the old man's been thinking. It was know. like all the top stars in the other company, right? Half of them was in NXT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Half of them. The guy fighting Hangman Page for the belt came, and he ain't come from NXT. But everybody in the world, no, not the world, our our world don't know him. It was, <laughs> Mr. God Legend know Adam Cole, and he yeah. <laughs> was wrestling in green drugs. No, yeah, but like not nothing to the to the. Normalized wrestling world. Mm. People don't know Adam Cole because they didn't know him from NXT. They don't know Bullet Club Adam Cole. Mm. And you know, one kid that was getting so like better every week, and I hope he get his shit together and make a comeback. Fucking Patrick Clark, Velveteen. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. Yeah, that that. He said he want to come back to NXT. I hope they let him come back, man. Velveteen deserves, man. He was getting. He would be perfect on the main roster right now. Yeah, being a tag team will be a rush from the end. I love to see Velveteen. Yeah, like, you know, like, he, I feel like, and this is a kid, Patrick Clark, he, I feel like this is a kid that could probably compare with any era. Cause, yeah. You, know, you got a little bit of Rick Rude. Yeah. You got a little bit of Mr. Perfect. You, you, you got a lot of, you got a he lot of sports entertainer, man. Yeah, he is sports entertainer. And he was, and, and wrestling-wise, he was getting better. And he's still young. He only right, about 26, yeah. 27, so. But. I compare it to like boxing, like he can sell a fight, mm-hmm. you know, like so the promos, his antics, the attacks before the fight, like he can sell that match, and then when the match comes, it delivers. Yeah, it's like I'm paying for this boxing pay per view that's ninety dollars, and you felt like you got ninety dollars worth in that fight. Yeah, that's what Velveteen <laughs> was. <laughs> like, I was gonna get a kick up when, uh, when the chicks used to push the couch out on the stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, Velveteen was that guy. Like, like who is this you dude? You talk about like, somebody with the full package. The bell package. ring? This yeah. kid had the full yeah, package. Yeah, he had it. You know, I'm always going to support He was black, one of the ones. Black wrestlers, I'm always going to support. <laughs> he was one and of the ones, for he, real. He had the full package. He, he could. He'd be killing on the main roster right now. Yeah. Just imagine some of the matches he could have. Imagine him with Seth. Like, oh my God. You know what goofy idea I feel that would, might just work? Who that? If they signed the dude Joey Janela. Remember when you wrestled that invisible dude? <laughs> <laughs> they built the invisible yeah. dude. And then we watched the invisible man. And the fans will have to make that. 
The Yo, fans will have it. Because the fans made that match. As it said, Vince signed the Invisible Man. People will be watching Raw that next week just to see what yeah, you're yeah, going to do with this. But the fans have to sell that match. Yeah. If y'all ever watched hey, if you ever, listeners, if y'all ever watched that match or you never watched it, definitely go check it out on YouTube. One of the most entertaining matches you're going to watch. You're going to be like, nah, not really. It's so good. They had a tag team match, and he had a partner. Yeah. <laughs> and then they had a match where it was just two invisible dudes. Yeah. They broke the a referee. table. Yeah. <laughs> the referee in uh, AEW, he did that match. Yeah, it was, yeah he did fight him. Yeah. yeah. The fans, they was like, oh, he's going to the top rope. He's going to the top rope. Ah! Through the table. And then the table actually broke, too. <laughs> it was crazy. Definitely go check that out. That's your homework for this week. <laughs> That's your homework. Finish your wrestling. Oh, my God. Finish your wrestling. Finish your wrestling. That's hilarious, though. What? Yeah, like, just stuff like that. And the fans, was they was, like, fighting in the crowd. So, like, the fans cleared out. <laughs> like, the one... Uh, one invisible dude jumped off like the top joint oh, yeah. onto the other dude. Like yeah, it was crazy. Like yeah, the referee. Yeah, referee. Yeah, I see why he at AEW now. Because <laughs> yeah. he can do that to make it work. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely might watch that match tonight yeah. before I go to bed. <laughs> that match yeah. And the one dude that put his gun out in matches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the black dude. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the one match where the dude was like raping people? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that match. We ain't going to talk about that. Ain't trying to get canceled. <laughs> Please don't cancel me. Sure. Sure. If y'all want to look at him. <laughs> Please don't cancel us. <laughs> the pizza hurt if you want to look at <laughs> So you watch that at your own discretion. Yeah, I'm not like watching that Invisible. <laughs> it was an involuntary YouTube Invisible Man versus Invisible Man. Tech finishing wrestling, y'all. I'm telling you. It's an entertaining entangle. It was a good fuck. match, too. Right? How the actual fuck did they get that table to break? <laughs> <laughs> they get, it broke, too. <laughs> it was Johnny Knoxville and Sammy Zane. <laughs> It really yeah. broke. It really broke. broke. Like, and they like built the it up too. Because special glasses so yeah. you can see. See, you the only one that can see her. And they like built it up too. It was like, oh, 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 dude. And the table broke. Yeah. One, two. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's wrestling. That's wrestling. Yo, Janela went like a cold 20 minutes with this invisible. <laughs> and he asked for a rematch. <laughs> Yeah, that visible dude. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Joey Janela was. <laughs> Probably. But yeah. Kenny Omega fighting one the little girl. And he fought a blow up down. Yeah. And a blow up down kill me. Yo, yeah. I think one of the funniest things I've seen in the bullet club was that Maria Maria that they like super kick. <laughs> like triple super kicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super kick party. The super kick party was hilarious. What was it like? Like thirty kicks. <laughs> it was kicking everybody. Yeah, fucking they kicked the camera man. Yeah, they kicked the camera man. Super the, kick. Yeah. What was the most super shocking? Kick. Somebody getting hit with a finisher or something. You can the most like the Evan Bourne. That shoot was not Yo, that's why I love the fucking RKO because the RKO was some shit that you could do from anywhere. Like that and Sweet Chin Music because uh, Shawn Michaels was shouting Benjamin. That was fucking cool. Yeah. Only thing that shot me more than that is May Young getting put through the table by the Dubs. <laughs> not expecting that at all. <laughs> Off the stage. You know, me looking... as a kid, that's just an old lady. My nana watched the Golden <laughs> Girl show some respect. Right, <laughs> and then, and then like, on her off and the then stage. looking back at it, it wasn't even in the ring. Right. It was off the and stage. looking back at it in hindsight, like as much as like you know, you, you could tell Bubba Ray really, and really Grant protected her. Yeah, bump. but just for her to be like seventy six years old at that time, out there taking bumps, taking right. bumps Grant like didn't want to jump off the joint. Grant, yeah, yeah. you don't put your man draws on. Right. He's like seventy six years old, went to a fucking table off the stage. Throw some balls. Not even in the yeah, ring. We're talk off about the stage. Grant, so he apologized for that dirty hit. <laughs> yeah, you ain't even from Buffalo. You you from Williamsville. You from Buffalo. You have to apologize, Mister Gronkowski. We gonna we gonna call him Robert. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Good old wrestling. Man. You know, one of the most impressive RKO's I've ever seen was uh when Seth went for the curb stomp. Yeah, 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 yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah it was at WrestleMania. Uh, 
That was a good one. 31? That was the one when he cashed in. Precisely gotta be when you do certain stuff. Because yeah. he was laying, when Evan Bourne did that, he was laying down. He had to jump up and make sure he perfectly caught him as he was turning in the air. Seth, when Seth did the jump, he just had to look up and make sure he caught him as he was falling down. That shit right there was fucking. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway, though, like the way Randy Orton sets them shits up is fucking. Yeah, yeah, Randy Orton. He definitely had him just stored up. Speaking of Shelton Benjamin, he's somebody I, I really wish would have got more of a shot. I was always impressed with his with his abilities. Who? Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. Shelton Benjamin definitely ain't got a shot more. Man, he he put the money in the bank on. Nope. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's somebody else there watching this shit right now. Dude, I heard that one was crazy. That shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. But, yeah, we here, man. Yeah, that's We're getting closer to the closing of the show here. So, we're going to let Mr. Glock Lesnar give y'all a fun fact what you got today. Those Stone Cold Steve Austin theory. <laughs> that was a good stunner. That was a good stunner. He, he almost sold that as oh, good yeah, as Rock. He, he walked in the air. He, yeah. he Scott Hall that stunner. Yeah, he almost sold that better than Scott Rock. Scott Hall that joint. But Vince McMahon? Oh my God. Oh, that, oh, that was one of the worst stunners ever. Yeah. He can never sell that joint for, for I don't know what the reason is. You would think he took enough of him. He definitely took enough of them. It's like, yeah. yeah. But, all right. It's a little fun fact, a little, little teaser episode. I'm going to try to wrap up another one. But uh, let's see. I'm calling here. Got anything, any last words for the people? Before we go. All right. Check out the Nerd Boys podcast. That's oh, right. Check out, we, had, we got our Scott Hall tribute. That's we right. Scott Hall, unfortunately. WrestleMania. We get WrestleMania. We did a review on that. Uh, you can find it on Spotify. Stay tuned. Anchor, if you got Anchor. Um, we, uh, we we definitely got some more heat coming for y'all. Nerd mm-hmm. boys, we, we talk about a lot more than wrestling and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, if y'all want to hear like our takes on everything, yeah, listen to the Nerd Boy podcast. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> don't bet against celebrities. They always win. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd, Floyd, Aki Bono, Johnny Knoxville, Bad Bunny, Snooky—they always win. <laughs> the Jackins are gonna put that one on there. Huh? <laughs> Easy money. Oh, Logan Paul—they all win. Yeah, but yeah, Logan Paul. Oh, don't forget about Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> The only person that, the only celebrity that actually lost without actually having a match is probably Pete Rose. <laughs> and Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he eliminated himself. <laughs> After yeah. he tried to pay off pain. Yeah, yeah, big shout out to the Nerd Boys podcast. Make sure y'all follow that. Big Nerd Boys! <laughs> That's right. Big shout out to Conan. Y'all subscribe to his podcast. Wolfpack. Constant mass yeah. destruction. Fun oh, fun fact, something I, I, I don't know how true this is, but uh, they have when in tag matches they have faces on the other side of the screen, so you can see their facial expressions. They have them more. They have their faces showing the camera in tag matches, so you can see their facial expressions as the match goes. Mm. You think about it, face is always up there. The hill mm-hmm. team is always on the right side. about that. Huh. It was something to check out. <laughs> the next show. All right. 
Well, yep, it's your boy Nerd Boy B, Bink Block, aka Brandon, all that good shit. <laughs> Nerd Boy D, Glock Lesnar, Stone Cold Steve Austin Theory. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, big, big shout out to all our listeners. We steady growing. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter at F. What is it? FW Wrestling PC. So that's Finish Your Wrestling Podcast. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter. Reach out, drop some follows. We're going to put a little polls on there for our next podcast. It's been a pleasure. Shout out to all our listeners, everybody that came through. Appreciate you. Come back again. Next episode is going to be a banger again. Sure, FW Wrestling. FY. Wrestling. FY. Oh, yeah. <laughs> FY Wrestling. FY Wrestling on PC. Twitter. So F. So at FY Wrestling PC. So finish the wrestling podcast. <laughs> That's our Twitter handle. Yeah, make sure y'all follow us on there. Any suggestions, you know, feel free to DM us. We on there. We love to talk about anything regarding wrestling. Uh next time I'm thinking the next episode we might go a little old school for y'all, really show y'all our wrestling knowledge. I think this shit a game. We know <laughs> we know everything. <laughs> you can't hide everything from me. You can't hide everything. You think Kane was the first time Kane stepped in WWE? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> and those just the easy stuff. That's the easy oh, stuff. That's easy. They know Dean, the Isaac Yankos. Dean Ambrose had pink hair in his first WWE match. Yeah. <laughs> like, Monster Champion had hair his first time. <laughs> the Young Bucks even wrestled him. Like, come on. <laughs> he played in a tournament. Samoa Joe had blonde hair. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. So we might, we might expand that knowledge for y'all. We don't know just the main companies. Yeah. Big shout out to AAW, All American Pro Wrestling. Big shout out to them. Appreciate the follow on Twitter. Big shout out. Shout <laughs> Appreciate out. that follow. Y'all check them out. Definitely going to be watching them tomorrow with MLW. That's what I'm looking forward to <laughs> this yeah. week. MLW. But. Yep, we had yep. out. Appreciate all the listeners. Episode, we definitely gonna speak on y'all uh, platforms. Definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Big shout outs to y'all. Yeah, get get the listeners. That being um, said, finish your wrestling. That's you right. sons of bitches. Finish it. <laughs>